to me, okay, to me. Ultimately, martial art means honestly expressing yourself. Now, it is very difficult to do. I mean, it is, it is easy for me to put on a show and be cocky yeah. and be flooded with a cocky feeling and then yeah. feel like pretty cool and all that. Or I can f make all kinds of phony things, you see what I mean? Blinded by it. Or I can show you some f really fancy movement. But to express oneself honestly, not lying to oneself, and to express myself honestly, now that, my friend, is <laughs> very hard to do. And you have to train. You have to keep your reflexes so that when you want it, it's there. The expression of the human body. I mean, the f everything. I mean, you know, not just the hand. And when you're talking about combat, well, I mean, if, if, it, if it is a sport, now, now you're talking about something else. You have regulations, you have rules. But when you're talking about fighting as it is, oh, with no rules. Not real fighting. Well, then, baby, you better train every part of your body. Penn Nation, we have a special edition interview here for you guys and gals today. We're joined by a group of individuals who are bringing a brand new and very exciting concept to the world of combat sports. EKIC or EKIC is an acronym that stands for Extreme Kumite International Championships. EKIC will be combining three forms of combat sports under one umbrella, bare knuckle boxing, traditional boxing, and freestyle kumite, which is modeled after mixed martial arts. This promotion has just officially launched, and we are very lucky to speak with uh, the team behind this revolutionary brand. So please welcome to the show, E-Kick President and CEO Ed Simpson, Executive VP Mark Goldstein, and a name you might be familiar with, BJPen.com's website director, who is also the director of social media and online marketing for E-Kick, the one and only Scott Hernandez. Gentlemen, thank you for taking the time to speak with us today, and welcome to the show. Thank you. So before we jump into it here, uh, you know, like I said before, if we could all just keep in mind that this is a rather large group call, so let's try to keep this to one individual speaking at a time. But first things first, for Ed, tell us about the concept of E-Kick, whose brainchild was it, and how did the concept come about? Um, let's see, I had a background in martial arts and bare-knuckle boxing since I was a child. Always had a love for the sport. Um, was involved in bare-knuckle boxing as it was evolving and getting, you know, sanctioned and as it was coming about. Um, I was with another promotion at the time and was helping to, you know, expand and build the, the sport itself and got to a point where really, you know, we just had different focuses and different direction on things and you know one thing led to another i wanted to sort of take it a different direction and um get into a few other industries as well and also take it internationally and so i got a phone call from mark goldstein my partner mark um who went into um you know we started to build a relationship and after a month or so of talking, it was like, you know, we, as far as the resources we have, the people that we know, 
why don't we put something together? And we started right then and there. That was last year. Um, Mark got a, a colleague of his, Jeff Arcio, to come on with us. And he's another co-founder, brand uh, partner of the uh, company itself. And a producer as well. And he had some great ideas to take it even further and make it more unique than what we had planned in the beginning. And to tell you the truth, it was so unique, I figured, why not? Let's do it. And we, we went for it. And so we we started off. We were just going to capitalize on doing old-fashioned, traditional bare-knuckle boxing. You know, not just throwing a bunch of MMA guys that, you know, train their whole life in MMA or train their whole life in boxing and put them in a ring and let them, you know, go in with that same style, that same approach, which really does not work in bare-knuckle boxing. That is not bare knuckle boxing. It's a whole different way of learning and training and discipline than any other sport. That's what makes it unique. Um, it's not Queensberry rules that's involved in it. Um, Queensberry rules actually changed the pace of boxing, and it made it more faster paced, more more footwork, more combinations. Those type of things get people hurt in bare knuckle boxing, and uh, so we just want to try to make it more traditional. Um, more uh, unique and more professional at the same time with, with safety coming first for our fighters. And uh, because of that, you know, things have led to another. We know the industry inside now. We know how fighters are being trapped by other promotions, and we see a big cause there. And so our main focus is really on the fighters. It, you know, we want to make sure that we get the best of the best quality fighters that there is in the world, around the world. We bring them in. We give them a career. We compensate them appropriately through sponsorships, through contracts, wherever that might be. And um, later on down the road, if they build a big enough name, they do well for themselves. They'll have other opportunities that we have waiting for them after their fighting career that Mark could probably touch on a little bit. Um so that's how it all came about, and we got some big names involved. We got Kung Lee, we got Sonny Singh, and um, Camacho Jr., and we brought them on as brand ambassadors. Um, we started talking with some of the biggest people in the industry as far as production and uh, networks and you know, promotion and everything else, and... Um, one thing led to another, and here we are. You know, we're right now. You, you touched on a lot of things there. Some of them I'd like to get to later. But uh, so you come from the bare knuckle boxing combat sports background. You were unsatisfied with where you were in your career at that point, and you decided to start something your own. Uh, and like I said, uh, you know, we'll touch on the uh, the fact that you are geared towards the fighters, which is something that's very important to me. But when did it turn into let's have two other rule sets? Under one umbrella. Uh, I can answer that one. Go ahead, Mark. That what happened was we were going initially with bare knuckle boxing because that was that uh, was what Edward would like to do. He had been involved with it. He's an expert at it. And uh, but I was concerned about getting licenses in regions that might not approve it. So I wanted to. I suggested spreading out and covering additional sports that we know we can get licensed in while we build the uh, bare knuckle brand so that's where that came from edward 
was totally in agreement, and we went and uh, started working on that. He brought in major people in the areas that we needed in the boxing world. He brought in uh, Hector Camacho Jr. and his manager, Clay Dustin, who's on the website. And, you know, his resources were invaluable in that area also. So that's how that got started. You know, we don't want to be like everybody else. So whatever we could think of that works for everybody, that we could do correctly, we're going to do it. Right, and of course, uh, in a saturated market like this, you've got to do something to differentiate yourself from the competition. But I'm sure that all of our listeners are wondering how these rule sets are going to work. You know, bare-knuckle boxing has only recently become mainstream. Traditional boxing uh-huh. is, of course, uh, pretty self-explanatory. And then the Kumite, the Kumite side of things is where it really gets interesting for MMA fans. You know, when people think of Kumite, I'm sure they're imagining, you know, Frank Frank Dukes fighting in an underground tournament. But tell us, is there any differentiation between Kumite and mainstream MMA in terms of rules, equipment, enclosures, or are you guys just using an alternate name? No. Edward, you can answer part of that, and then I'll answer it also. Sure. Okay. Kumite, we're going to have a, a particular ring. It's not going to be a cage. We're not, we're not dog fighting. Um, but we've worked very closely with boxing commissioners, international commissioners, working with professionals and experts on the ruling system. Um, and basically what it is, it's an MMA freestyle with no gloves. Um, it's the purest form of combat that there is, pretty much summed up. And you just might see um, that type of fighting that you had just mentioned. <laughs> Those type of styles against each other. Okay. So it's going to be a lot of fun and exciting. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things we're not going to do, I'm pretty sure, we're not going to use a cage. It's going to be a ring. And we're going to have a custom-designed ring for this. We want it to be more open and visual than having a cage. Yeah, that is. so that's very interesting. So in terms of uh, equipment, there will be no gloves, there will be no cage. It'll be a freestyle kind of fighting, but when that comes down to sanctioning and rule sets and everything like that, I mean, how how different is it going to be the mixed martial arts or maybe uh, in the same instance, how much more of the same will we see in terms of maybe scoring and, uh, again, you know, getting uh, licensed by commissions? We're looking at the rule sets of the MMA right now to see how we might modify to make it different. So I guess going forward, we'll be able to give you an update on that, but we're not looking to copy exactly, but we need to do whatever regulations require within the licensing realm. Well, I know that that's, this is going to generate a lot of interest from from athletes themselves because so many guys talk about uh, how much they wish they could compete in a mixed martial arts style uh, event, but with no gloves, bare knuckle. So I think uh, that dynamic in itself is, is incredibly interesting. But I know you guys have brought on some big brand ambassadors and combat sports veterans on the and uh, on the advisory board as well. Uh, you gave us a couple of names there, but give us a quick rundown of the names our listeners would recognize and what their involvement is with the organization. Okay. Uh, Kung Lee is a mixed martial arts champion, former kickboxing champion, middleweight, and he is now an actor. He's doing motion pictures. He had several already, and he's got one major one coming up also with some uh, co-stars that are very notable, but I can't uh, mention that until the paperwork is done. Okay. Uh, so he's in as a brand ambassador. He possibly will be working with us on training also. And then we have uh, Sonny Singh, who's an Indian actor and also a martial artist, Tricon Grove champion from Canada and India. 
and he's a brand ambassador also. He's going to work with us on not only, you know, as a brand ambassador, but also on contracts with foreign entities in that area of India that we're dealing with. And then we have Hector Camacho Jr., the boxer, who made a comeback recently. And I'm not sure if he's going to be continuing fighting or not, but he's a brand ambassador. He has his own podcast, and he's definitely one we're going to be relying on for information on running the boxing side of this. Now, I saw on the advisory board you've got names like Stefan Bonner, uh, guys like that. What, what are the, What's their involvement? Is it strictly just advisory in terms of, uh, hey, we got a question on XYZ. Can you give us some information or your opinion? I'll let Edward answer that. Um, well, basically, they come in as experts, and they'll help us develop and form leagues and, and training as well. Um, and uh, with with Stephen Bonner, he's, he's got years and years of experience as commentator, <clears throat> um, interviewing the fighters which he has a vast knowledge of experience with. So just that alone makes him um, invaluable to us. You know, he, he's, a, he's a great asset to have. Um, he's done pretty well in UFC, and um, we appreciate his support and his expertise and wherever he can help, you know, he is, uh, you know, he has the green light to do so. So this is, it's a melding of many great minds within the combat sports world. It is. It is. It's a bunch of it, it's a it's a all star team of leading combat sports world's best of the best, and it's a matter of putting all three sports with the best of who can handle each and what sport, and you know try to make it a better, cleaner, more fairer sport, um, a sportsmanship outside of of the uh, of the uh, sport itself. You know, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Now, in terms of uh, talent acquisition. How are things going uh, in regards to building the roster? You know, considering the large landscape of all three rule sets, there's really no lack of a- athletes out there to, to, to grab from, right? That's correct. We're working on a screening process now, how we're going to do this. We're dealing with professionals in the fight industry who have the training schools and um, individual instructors on how we're going to do this. We want to make sure that we get qualified individuals, which we think we're going to have no problem but also we want to do this in a way that is cohesive to our final result, which means we're going to spring people. Right. Okay. Now, is... I'll, I'll put it to you this way. Go ahead. The first, hour, the first hour and a half that we launched the website, I had something like 175 direct messages and emails from fighters <laughs> wanting to fight. Well, so that's that, the truth. That's from a good sign. That's a good sign. People in gyms. Yeah, it was a good sign. And like I said, man, I mean, the, just having the three different rule sets, uh, I, the, it, it makes the talent pool that much larger to pull talent from. Uh, but it is there going to be... Does, and we have act, yeah. Go ahead. And with the access that we have, with through the resources that we have, we can pretty much get to anybody that we, we would like to, um, if we need to, pretty much. You know, as far as the professional world and the who's who of these combat sports. Um, who wouldn't want to fight the most purest form of fighting or who wouldn't want to be a part of this exciting new promotion? Pretty much anybody. Um, but we're pretty much watching who we're bringing through at this point. You know, we want to bring new, fresh talent through um, and give some of them an opportunity at the same time. 
Yeah, now that was kind of going to uh, be my next question here. Is there going to be a focus on bringing in athletes with big name recognition in order to build the brand or instead building stars from the ground up? Uh, likely a combination of both, I'm, I'm guessing? Yeah, to a degree. If, if big names want to come in and initially to come, that's fine. We'll probably be doing that. We are talking to people. But the ultimate goal is to develop our own farm system, sort of like how baseball does it. That's how that's how go. We want to have them start with us and finish with us. Very good, very good. Uh, will there be a women's division division for each respective discipline? Yes, yes there will be. Yes, yes, Awesome, very good. And uh, would the events include all three rule sets, or would competition in each respective rule set be held on different events? How is that going to work out? Yes, each one will have a different set of rules. <clears throat> Of course, boxing according to traditional boxing rules, the USA Boxing, and um, you know Kumite having its own set of rules and bare knuckle, uh, obviously three different sports. So we won't be seeing events with all three under under in one event. Well, there's a possibility of that. I guess Mark could answer you that. Yeah, I guess we'll have to see how it, how everything goes and what the demand is, where the attention comes, and if we can. Uh, Garner fans in all three at the same time would would a fan of martial arts want to watch a boxing event we're going to have to do a little research on that right right okay so uh, I believe I heard somebody jump on the line is, is that Jeff that's probably Jeff it's me yes I'm here sorry for the lateness yep no problem Jeff uh, welcome to the show thank you for no joining problem. us welcome Jeff thank you thank you if you want real quick before we go forward um, you know we've talked a bit about the brand uh, the concept behind uh, E-Kick e and everything that you guys are going to bring new and exciting to the world of combat sports. If you just want to introduce yourself real quick and your involvement with the company, uh, go right ahead, man. I'm Jeff Arceo. I'm owner of Gig Productions. Um, uh, we're in a international entertainment company for the last 20 years. Uh, put a lot, a lot of major events, man, a lot of major artists. I manage Kung Lee right now, uh, former USC fighter. If you find an actor right now, um, manage a few boxers and things as well. So, um, yeah, that's it's a long story, but that's a short one to wrap this thing up. Yeah, it's a, a big company I own, basically. Yeah. All right, so, very good. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, man. Very good. Uh, so we'll keep it moving here. Um, do you guys plan on letting fighters transition between these three dif disciplines that you're promoting? For example, could a boxer compete in, compete in the uh, kumite? Could a bare knuckle guy compete in the boxing? How is that going to work out? Are they going to be confined to each discipline? No, exactly right. That's why I did um, did um, point fighting also involved in this from the very amateur sport to the pro pro, pro arena. The you start from the very basic from the amateur sport to, from point fighting. And, and work your way up to kumite or boxing or even bare knuckle fighting. It's going to be a, they, they can cross over. That's going to be the attraction versus other other um, combat sports. You, you're st you're stuck with MMA. That's it. You know, and it's, it's hard to get across. So yeah, definitely All right. promote both those sports. Well, I, I'd imagine again, I'd imagine you know when you you grab a bare knuckle boxer probably going to want to try his hand at, 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 at traditional boxing, and you know the guys from kumite are probably going to want to try bare knuckle. So. It'll be interesting, of course. right? Of course. Now, how do you guys handle that? Like, let's say one guy comes in, 
um, becomes a champion in, in, in two of them. I mean, uh, two two of the two of the rule sets. Is that something you're welcoming, or is that maybe uh, uh, no. pose a little bit of problems going forward? As far as a Bender fighter wanting to be a boxer as well, both. Right, right. Well, let's say one guy one one guy grabs both your championships. You know what I mean? That would be, that would be awesome. <laughs> it would be, be great. You know, we're, yeah. we're talking about, we're talking about now we're talking about the ultimate champion, all all disciplines, kumite, bare knuckle, boxing, the ultimate champion. That's the like a triple slam in baseball, triple crown. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. That'd be great. And, if if they can do, qualify, yeah. we're going to qualify them. We're going to put them through the test. And we'll videotape it, and maybe that'll be available to the public also, depending how now, we decide to do our promotions. A lot of these fighters in the MMA, they are they're, they're champions in UFC. Because they go to K1 and they get they get beat. So they, they can't fight the, the K1 rules, or they go to Bellator. The different rules throw them, throw them off. So it's a great accomplishment to to, to be a champion in all three dis, 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 disciplines with different rules. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. That's a cool concept to have the ultimate combat sports yeah. athlete. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. Very cool. Now, uh, let's see here. The EK, the EKIC website mentions that it's a priority to compensate fighters accordingly. Uh, Ed, you had talked about this earlier. This is something that's very near and dear to my heart. And fighter pay has always been a hot button issue, especially with mixed martial arts. Why is this? Why is this so important to your brand? And you know, how do you guys plan to make it a reality? Well, my really, I thought about it for a while, and my I have the the, the the uh, good fortune of talking to Kung Lee, who, who was a uh, who's not a fan of UFC anymore, and how he's getting paid, how how the royalties were getting taken away, how their all their um everything from 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 the video games to their action figures that Dana White owns most of the money on that or all of it if not most, and there are a lot of unhappy UFC fighters out there right right now because of that, you know, um so we we have a good package. Yeah, we have to have a good a good package that that allows the sponsors and 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 them to have a, a better grasp on their um, percentages um, than UFC does. You know, because right now we have a lot of fighters out there who can't do anything because they're just their product is being sold, but they get you get zero dollars off of it, and no royalties at all. Right. That's why we brought in those fighters as brand ambassadors. Also, they're on the advisory board. We want input from people who are experienced. What we're going to deal, deal, yeah, experts in that area of compensation because they know what they should have gotten and they didn't. We're not here just to make money. We're here to have make it enjoyable for everybody who works with us, including the fighters. There's, there's no, uh, you know, taking sides. It's just, we all have to work together and we all have to enjoy it and make money together. It's not a question of ripping anybody off or being unfair. That's why we're bringing in all those people, and you saw the website, all the advisors in different areas. And if it wasn't for Scott, I hope he's still on the phone, we would never be having this call today. We wouldn't be at this point. He was very diligent, making sure everything got done in the correct time frame, and he worked extremely hard to make it so we can do these uh, events in, in this time matter and have this call. I really appreciate his help. I don't think we would have gotten it done without him. Yeah, you know, real quick, I know you guys wanted to bring in Scott. I'd like to still talk about uh, fighter pay for a moment, but uh, since since you segue into it, we might as well give Scott the opportunity now to uh, jump in and tell us what he's been doing and his involvement with uh, E-Kick and bringing this brand uh, to the forefront. Yeah, Scott here. Uh, you know, while I've known uh, Edward for many years now, um, 
when he mentioned what he was working on with eKick, I was happy to assist and help uh, grow this thing out. Uh, one of the first things we needed to do was establish the brand and an online presence. That's where I came in, and I'm very excited to be a part of this promotion and believe in what it represents and what it will accomplish for the fighters and for the fans. Awesome, Scott. Now, being a guy that's been involved in the online world of MMA for so long, I mean, this is a perfect fit for what you do uh, as a professional, right? Absolutely. Right right, right in line with it. Absolutely. Very good. Very good. Now, uh, to get back to fighter pay real quick, uh, again, this is it's, it's such an important issue, and uh, based on what you guys are saying, you know, the kind of compensation that you're looking to offer, that only lends itself to your athletes giving it all and putting on good, exciting fights for the fans to further build that brand and, you know, make everybody every, everybody's more happy the more pay they're making, etc. It, it goes across the board, right? But I'm wondering, and I maybe, maybe Ed, you can answer this, uh, will you guys be following the boxing pay scale in terms of revenue split, or is there something uh, something different you guys have in mind? Well, again, that's why we brought in the appropriate brand ambassadors, so we know what the appropriate um, pay should be, um, as far as the sponsorships goes as well. Uh, and Scott knows this from the very beginning. This was never a money thing. This was never about, listen, this is a big industry with a lot of money. There's enough money to go around ten times. It wasn't ever a money thing. We really built this thing to make it appropriate and fair to the fighters um, from knowing ourselves from knowing ourselves what was going on in the industry. Um, and it's been a lot of fun and a lot of excitement that's come along with it. Um, and I'm sure at some point, great success will as well. But, you know, our goal was never, this was never, let's build this thing to put on a couple of events and get rich quick, and, and that's it. We, we This has been a long-term thing. It's well been planned out, methodically thought out and strategically put in place about the fighter's pay, but as far as what model we're going to follow, um, that, at this moment, I couldn't really tell you because it depends on which, uh, which style they're fighting, what league they're fighting in, and uh, once we do find that out, you know, you guys will find out as soon as we do. <laughs> right, and I, I'm sure that has a... Let me add to that. Um, also, in eKick, we have an entertainment arm, which we're having part of, it's part of eKick, and we're going to offer some of these fighters that maybe can't stand in the ring, other positions in within the e-kick as far as the, the film and TV um, uh, area, coaching or whatever. That's not just going to cut them loose as far as because they can't, they can't win, you know. So if we don't be out there, that's, that's kind of, a, I guess, what you're getting at as well. They just, they just can't do it. We wouldn't just drop, drop them, you know. Right, so um, the, the, there's going to be a lot more opportunity yeah. outside of competition uh, for these athletes a to stay with the more. company and, yeah, and, and um, continue to... to yeah, this is, this is yeah, this is behind the, you know, out of, out of the ring, behind the lights. It's going to be, there are, there are other things they can they can do if they choose. But it won't be just turned, turned away because they lost, you know, seven fights in a row, you know, or eight rights, whatever, you know. So, yeah. Right. Yeah, you look at the look at the industry. Uh, Steven Seagal, you got Chuck Norris. You have several uh, major artists, fighters, who have turned actor. And we have two right now, Kung Lee and Sunny Singh. So it's natural to try to get them in that industry. Jeff's already involved in it heavily in the films. So we have to develop alternate things. What if we have a martial arts or a boxing champion, all of a sudden we put him in a movie and he becomes a superstar actor. So these are other alternatives. We want to take that model and move that forward with us too. 
Right. Yeah, well, I, I'll go with eight, eight kid also is that we're having people from the ring to the screen. We have people that can do it in the ring and they go out and do it in the screen as well. So it's a big, a big, a big attraction seeing, seeing Kung Lee in, 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 a, in a film fighting that he does the same thing in, in the ring so it's real. You know, that's the kind of good thing about having these fighters. Yeah. Well, yeah, all, all the more opportunity for these guys, I think it, that's incredibly important. Uh, but speaking of opportunity, you know, we, there's a lot of companies out there, the UFC in particular, that, that will only sign exclusive contracts for these guys. Have you have you guys put any thought to uh, how that's going to work out? I mean, if, the, if you have a athlete that w- competes in your kumite, uh, would he be available to maybe not only compete in another promotion, but uh, perhaps in uh, jiu-jitsu tournaments or something like that? Case by case basis, you know, it depends on, on what what on what it is really. You know, we don't want to tie anybody down. We don't want to run run away, but we want to make sure that it fits into the whole our plan for the for the for the for the fighter, and the fighter understands that. You know, um, sure, competing in like K one or Bellator if you're with us, you know, that's fine. You know, but it'd be a case by case basis. I guess that's my opinion only. So um, yeah, you know, I think in the long run, when things move forward to a certain level that we will be able to sign him exclusively. But again, it's got to be a mutual arrangement. And then the, the compensation would probably be adjusted accordingly if they're an exclusive fighter. Right, right. Well, I got to tell you, man, uh, that in and of itself, everything you guys have just said should attract a lot of great talent, in my opinion. You know, these athletes want to be compensated fairly for everything they sacrifice in the name of entertainment. So it's beautiful to hear that you guys have this uh, – have that as a driving force behind this promotion. I think that's very important. Definitely. Yeah, well, the fighter compensation is mandatory. Now, uh, in terms of, I'm sorry, uh, the website also mentions kind of what you were just talking about, Jeff, uh, that you want to provide fighters with opportunities outside of competition. I know you're talking about, uh, you know, movies or potential, uh, you know, working behind the scenes, but I guess just give us a rundown of what kind of opportunities you have in mind for athletes outside of competition. Okay, currently we have signed with four different production uh, film, feature film companies throughout the, throughout the uh, internationally and, and local and there we have three projects um, that are currently that will go into production around September, October of action films, and so things like that are going to be uh, we're going to be able to offer our fighters those as parts in that. We're going to give them not just um, not just fighting and training lessons, that we give them acting lessons, things like that as well. We're going to offer all that to them. It's up to them to do it, but we're going to offer all that as well, and to have these productions them to get involved in from you know from a supporting role or extra role to a lead a lead action star. So things that no one has done from that, no fight organization has done, we will be doing that with these people from, from TV to, to film. And we have these projects already in, ready to, to move. So there's not like, let's wait around. They're ready to go right now. If they, if they, if they sign tomorrow, we have them as an extra tomorrow as well, if we, if we need to. So wow. we're offering all that to a fighter um, in, that, in that standpoint, yeah. So it's almost like, uh, for instance, with a Kung Lee, right? We see uh, San Chow champion into mixed martial arts becomes a champion, then into movies. You guys want to be able to offer that all all under one one roof? Yeah, exactly, because exactly. it's going to happen. Like a Rampage Jackson, a Randy Couture, all, you know, all those guys. You know, same same thing. They 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 were not, but they had had trouble. It was it was hard to deal. They had agency with a manager with all this involved. And they didn't know anybody, you know, and so they get ripped off too as well. So with us, they'll have us knowing that with our management, they're they're secure, is they they understand everything that's going on. That can rip, rip them off. So that's the whole thing under one roof. Yeah. 
So not only are you trying to build superstars within combat sports, but superstars in general across the board. Exactly. The ultimate action star. Exactly. Exactly. The real, the real deal. Yeah. Awesome. That is such a cool concept. Um, now, the, the website, uh, let's see. No, we already covered that. Sorry. Now, in terms of uh, product distribution, what are the plans for broadcasting? How will the fans be able to watch eKick? Well, it's such a big part of, of putting on these events, right? The production. It's also a very costly part of this. Uh, so it sounds like you guys already have connections made in terms of production, though. So say you guys want to go live next week. That's a possibility? Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, I mean, we have one company right now we're shopping to right now that, yeah, that they already would be able to do, to do that. Yeah. Okay. It's about, it's about the reach, but as far as I'm concerned, whoever we go with, who can tell us they can, what they, who they can reach. Of course, of course, of course. Uh, it, will there be a paper? Will there be a pay per view model going forward, or is is that something that's kind of still up in the air? We'll be looking at all possible income streams. I guess whatever works for a particular event will do, including pay per view. We're not eliminating anything at this point. Okay, and given the fact that the word international is in the brand name, it's safe to say that events will be held worldwide. last year in called Victory 8 ESP boxing in Vietnam you know, we know really really well and so we're trying to hit a Vietnam like Kong League's hometown probably from the first place would be like, like Vietnam first yeah alright so for everyone listening who's, who's excited to see this thing unfold do you guys have a debut event planned or anything scheduled yet we haven't have we don't have a definite one a schedule because again with the virus going on we don't know what the time frame is for allowing assembly so but we may be doing some things with streaming television with the individual fighters or conceptually having some interviews about the fights we might put on but as far as a major event only time will tell when we'll be able to do that yeah, yeah it- what, we're, what we're doing probably is going to do something like um pro boxing the 24 sevens kind of Right. Okay. Movies to entice the audience slowly introduce the fighters, introduce the introduce the whole system to them, how it's how it's done. So give them a, a preview, almost like a trailer to the what Ekick is and who's involved. So yeah, we're going to do a lot of promo. Yeah. To yeah for the for the final release. Yeah, exactly. Now, Ed, you had mentioned something earlier about uh, you know the, the martial arts side of this and and kind of the martial way. Uh, so in terms of promotion, I'm wondering, you know, it sounds like you guys are going to try to avoid that WWE style trash talk between fighters and really focus on these these guys and gals as martial artists and, you know, what they bring to, to the table as role models and that sort of thing. Well, here's 
here's the thing. We're, we, we are definitely looking to develop, and we're looking for professionals, and we want to create a professional sport out of this. However, as you know, there are certain people who does have personalities that sometimes it's hard to tame. So when they do come down the line, you have to deal with the good and the bad, but we're going to try and keep this professional as possible, yes. Okay, okay. Again, very refreshing to hear. Uh, what can we expect from Ekick's first event when that day finally comes? <laughs> well, uh, um, we're saying, yeah, I mean, I know, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just going to say it all, it, it all depends. Again, we're talking to a few networks now and depending on really what happens with the, the COVID virus, you know, whether we go reality or whether we go, um, live events, we're not sure yet. We're taking it day by day. And as far as that, I talked to, I talked to Kung, Kung Lee. Kung Lee wants to do an exhibition fight, um, and so we're trying to figure that out as well. We'd love yeah. to have Kung Lee and, Sh- and Shamrock do an uh, exhibition fight in the, in the grand opening. That, that'd be, that that would, that'd be a great fight. way to kick things off. That'd be a great way to kick things yeah, off. Yeah, so that's what we're discussing now. So that's going to see if it, if it can happen. Um, you know, I know that that Showtime is re-airing Kung Lee and Shamrock's fight, so we're, I'm pushing that on my, on my end to really, on our end, just get that moving as far as that holds. That'll be a great opening fight. <laughs> so Frank, Frank yeah, Shamrock yeah. Is, is is already involved, or is that something that you guys have to reach out to him? Well, or? Uh, no, they, they actually, Frank and Kung got together last month for a documentary, and from that, we're, we're in talks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, from that, yeah, they, they did documentary for their for their for their whole careers um, with, the, with, the, with the filmmaker, and so I kind of mentioned mentioned about doing the fight. They kind of laugh, but then I think it's, it's possible about having an exhibition fight, not a real fight, but an exhibition fight. You know, they're both in their forties now. You know, um, but it would be great to see those two back in the ring because uh, last time it happened, he broke he broke Shamrock's arm, so it'd be great to have Shamrock back in. You know, it'd be a great fight. It's a great fight. So that's one thing we're thinking about. Yep, definitely, definitely, and that and that's exactly the kind of. Star power, you guys need to really kick this thing off. So that I, I think that would be a great exactly. Yeah, that that'd be exactly. a great you're, you're, situation. You're right. Yeah. That's right. All right. So I mean, looking forward down the road, I mean, where do you, where do you guys uh, where do you guys see this company in five years? What's uh, you guys have explained the mission statement, what the goals are, but where do we see E Kick in five years? Well, um, go. You want to start or what? Start anybody. Uh, well, I think in five years, I, th- I think by starting where we are with the with the um, really respectful and traditional as far as boxing, uh, kumite and things like that as well, I see as being the what pro boxing should be right now, not falling backwards, not not bad refs, not bad decisions. Uh, really, the, the premier not just this this combat sports, just you know, name of combat where just uh, sports period. Um, um, uh, Having these, these 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 fighters not do WWE or not doing these crazy things is really being a, a really traditional um, combat sports um, company that that really that brings everything from um, boxing to bare knuckle and then also to the films films we, we put out being globally a, a force to to really uh, in an area that people flock to to see the movies and watch the fights as well and for and for the and for the fighters to be somewhere they can really really um, I guess make a home for themselves. That sounds kind of corny, but that's true. <laughs> no, no, hey man, it, that's yeah. uh, it's a beautiful thing to hear. Ed, Mark, you guys want to add anything to that? Yeah, uh, Jeff, Jeff's got right on point with that. I, that's all I can say about that. Definitely, we want to make this a uh, home for everybody, t- and so also, you know, when the fighters work with us and trainers, everybody who comes in, they have to feel like it's a family. 
Right. All right, listen, I think, gentlemen. I think what, what I'm doing go here ahead. is no, no. I think I'm doing here is basically kind of doing the the Disney model, making sure that everybody's these fighters are really taken care of. You know, after the fight, it's kind of my thing because I I fought as well, so I I had no no help. So after the fight is where the people need more of the help before the fight. You know, because they're beaten up, they're they're broken and nowhere and nowhere to go. You know, this gives them an out an outlet. You know, better than any other sporting uh, company out there. I think. Well, and I can think of so many, I can think of endless names of athletes that would be re- relieved to be involved with such a project. So I think what you guys are doing is is uh, revolutionary, and it's something that the sport needs, and I commend you guys for it. Uh, but listen, gentlemen, you've all been more than generous with your time, and I, I must say that I am very excited to see this promotion take flight and bring something different to the combat sports world. I guess in conclusion, if each of you just want to take a minute or so to let our listeners know what to expect from E-Kick, uh, the brand, and, and, and why you guys are the promotion to watch going forward. I guess let's start with Ed. I think we've pretty much pretty much explained it all. I think we've pretty much hit on every key. I think we want to come out, like you said, revolutionary, something different than anybody else has. Um, just be able to put three promotions under one roof and treat our fighters fairly and give them more opportunity after the fight's over. Um, and at the same time, work with a, a, a big group of, of great guys at the same time. So I, I don't think you can get much better than that. Awesome, man. Uh, yeah, Mark, you go ahead. Sure. As uh, Ed said, uh, definitely that's the direction we're heading. But also, we discussed several of the unique items that we're doing, you know, the three different sports, how we're going to treat the fighters. But that's just the beginning. You're going to see a lot more unique things coming out of here. We think outside the box. So if we can come up with something, whether we don't care if anybody else is doing it. If it's the right thing to do, we're going to do it. So you'll be seeing a lot more activity in the direction of something like, you know, you haven't seen before. Awesome. Very good. And Jeff? I think uh, if things go right, we're one of the first companies that offer a path to success. You know, always, there's somewhere to go. We won't just dump fighters out we won't, because you can't do anything. It's going to be a, a, a breath of fresh air to the sports, sporting world as far as how we take care of our fighters. Um, that's going to be probably the biggest thing, looking out there while their fighters are taken care of. There's growth yeah, there. So we're giving them not just somewhere to fight, but where to have a, have a career in the industry. As well, not just fighting game, not fight game of being in action movies, it's still in the game, not fighting, but still in the same realm. So I think we're offering a great path to success for a lot of these, these guys who give their the blood, sweat, and tears in the ring and something to hope for. Well, again, I can tell you, I'm sure that there's so many combat sports athletes out there who wish they had an outlet like this available to them when they got started. So again, I commend you guys for the work you're doing. I'm very excited to see this thing take flight. Um, I greatly appreciate everybody's time today. Looking forward to much success from this brand. Obviously, uh, you guys, you know, you have a partner in BJPen.com, and I look forward to working with all of you and all of your athletes going forward. So uh, break a leg, as they say, gentlemen. You know, the world is watching. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you for definitely taking you. All right, Thank have you a good one. Much. I appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great day.